We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world with all its power and might steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. On today's show, I want to talk about this Merrick Garland quote one more time. What the political left is parroting, what the progressive elites from the Democratic Party are shouting from the high heavens right now, that in the United States, no one is above the law. Really? This has to be one of the most hypocritical and duplicitous things I've heard. I'm Dr. Everett Piper. This is The Rebellion. Good morning and welcome to The Rebellion. Okay, we're wrapping up the week right now, and I want to talk about this Merrick Garland quote one more time. And frankly, it's not just Merrick Garland. Everybody and their brother from the left side of the fence, the Democrats, the progressives, the elites, those that are apologists for the Obama administration, Eric Holder, Susan Rice, Lois Lerner, Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, the list goes on and on. Everybody who leans that way politically right now is shouting, waving the banner, rushing to the microphone to declare with sanctimonious indignation that in the United States of America, no one is above the law, that everyone has to be held to the same standard, and that our law, our Constitution, applies to everyone equally, and that the President of the United States or a former President of the United States should be treated exactly the same as you or me if we were caught in violation of the law. Are you serious? These people are actually saying this with a straight face. How stupid do they think you are? Today's show I'm going to go through the list one more time and elaborate a little bit further on people like Lois Lerner, Eric Holder, you know, Merrick Garland's predecessor, Barack Obama, the guy who appointed Eric Holder and defended him every step of the way. I'm going to talk about Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton. I'm going to talk about Fast and Furious. We'll talk about the radicalization and racialization of the Justice Department. That's illegal. We'll talk about child pornography laws and whether or not those are being violated by your local schools. Is your principal being held to account? How about the teachers that are pushing this child porn on your kids? Are they above the law? How about the National Teachers Association, the National Education Association? How about your local teachers' unions? How about all of these people who have been in contempt of Congress. Obama, Lerner, Holder, the list goes on. Rice? I mean, we're, they're arguing that nobody should be above the law when they've held themselves as above the law. Gavin Newsom violating his own laws. Barack Obama violating his own laws. The FBI, IRS being weaponized against political opponents. Is that not illegal? Uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. 
I want to talk about what I started yesterday, and I'm going to share some information with you. I'm going to remind you of the facts as to what these people have done. And now they're rushing to the microphone to declare that no one is above the law in the United States of America. Really, Merrick Garland, are you serious? Are you serious about this? I'm Dr. Everett Piper. This is The Rebellion. Let's take a break, and I'll be right back in a couple minutes. Okay, welcome back to The Rebellion. So Merrick Garland says nobody is above the law in the United States of America. Obviously, the context of his statement is the justification of this raid on Mar-a-Lago, President Trump's residence in Florida, former President Donald Trump's residence in Florida. Now, I want to be clear here. I am not a mindless apologist for Donald Trump. You know that. Some of you listening to the show right now are probably uncomfortable with some of my criticism of him. I think he brings on a lot of this nonsense by virtue of some of his uh, temperament uh, quirks, if you will. Let's just put it that way. Let's try to be nice. Uh, so, so I'm not defending Donald Trump if he did something wrong. I don't know whether he did or not. What I am suggesting is this self-righteous, sanctimonious declara declaration that in the United States, nobody is above the law, is laughable. It's laughable. Hold Donald Trump accountable to the law. I have no problem with that. But don't do so while you exonerate yourself in your own. Don't. Don't play all smug and self-righteous with the American people when anybody with a head on their shoulders can see that it's a joke and that it's hypocritical and that it's duplicitous to the extreme. I mean, do you remember Eric Holder, the attorney general that preceded Merrick Garland? I mean, he received a subpoena from the United States Congress and he ignored it. Now, I want to remind you, when someone receives a subpoena, they can either comply or they can challenge the subpoena. They can challenge it on certain legal grounds or claim that the documents that are being subpoenaed are privileged. What that person cannot do is simply ignore the subpoena. That's illegal. And Eric Holder, the attorney general appointed by Barack Obama that served throughout his entire administration, simply ignored the subpoena. He refused to answer. He was held in contempt of Congress. If you fail to comply with a subpoena, you can be jailed until you comply. <laughs> that is a fact. And our chief legal officer thumbed his nose and went to Disney World on the day the House voted on holding him in contempt. Can you see that middle finger that he's raising at our constitutional republic saying, I'm not going to comply. I will defy the law. I am above the law. Don't tell me that in the United States of America, no one is above the law, Merrick Garland. Don't tell me that until you confront, with at least some modicum of integrity, your predecessor, Eric Holder, who violated the law at will. Do you remember Operation Fast and Furious? That was illegal, and he refused to comply with a subpoena to provide those documents. How about Eric Holder's 
racialization and radicalization of the Justice Department and the Civil Rights Division. Is it not illegal in the United States of America to hire and fire or prefer to hire or fire people on the basis of race? Is that not illegal? Is that not a violation of civil rights law? Well, he did it at will. How about Eric Holder's failure to investigate the IRS's political targeting of its opponents, of the administration's opponents? Lois Lerner was guilty of doing that, and Eric Holder did nothing. He refused to hold the IRS and Lois Lerner to the same standard that you and I were being held to. And when Merrick Garland says in the United States of America, no one is above the law, he might want to look in his rearview mirror just a tad, just a tad, and consider his predecessor, the guy that was appointed by Barack Obama, the same president that nominated Merrick Garland to the Supreme Court of the United States. Thank the Lord for Mitch McConnell and the fact that he stood in the way. This man could be on our Supreme Court right now. Thank the Lord that in his providence, Donald Trump was president and actually appointed a few people to the Supreme Court that hopefully will continue to fend off this unconstitutional, arrogant overreach and intrusion into our private lives. And the deception, the lies, the illegal nonsense that they continue to commit. All right. So, Eric Holder. Well, what about Obama himself? Do you realize that he broke the law? He broke his own laws. Back when he traded five Taliban detainees from Guantanamo Bay for a traitor, Bo Bergdahl, Obama willfully broke his own law. That's a fact. (laughs) He broke his own law that he just signed into effect. It was called the National Defense Authorization Act. It made it illegal for him to do what he just did. He signed this defense bill, and then he violated the restrictions of the bill that he just signed. Oh, Barack Obama is the last person on earth that should try to lecture anyone about the rule of law. And likewise, Merrick Garland. It, it, he also lambasted Obama, lambasted the Patriot Act, saying that it was a violation of the constitutional rights of the United States citizens. It, this warrantless wiretap, wiretapping and surveillance. Uh, he, he, he used that to bludgeon people, bludgeon his opponents during his first run for the presidency. And then what does he do when he gains the office himself? He doubles down on the warrantless wiretapping of Americans. In other words, illegal activity. Illegal activity. And then when he's challenged on some of the stuff that uh, his administration, his the CIA, etc., are doing, he says, well, let's look forward, not backward. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, he violated the Constitution and the War Powers Act by or- ordering the military to invade Libya in 2011. There was no imminent threat by Libya on the United States or its interests or personnel anywhere in the world at the time. But Obama greenlighted the military campaign without any congressional consultation or authorization. Obviously, you can't get authorization if you don't seek consultation. Guess what? That's illegal. That's constitutional overreach. 
or ignorance, thumbing your nose, giving a middle finger to the law of the United States of America and Congress, the legislative branch, and the legal branch, judicial branch. How about his violation of immigration policy over and over again? Even the Supreme Court of the United States essentially, essentially vitiated his executive order on immigration, making it null and void, i.e. illegal. His power grabs, his miscarriages of justice, lack of self-awareness regarding his role and all of the above. This is what set the stage for what we're dealing with right now. Obama created this monster, and now this monster is turning on the American people. And he's laughing and chuckling as his holder and Merrick Garland tells us that in the United States, nobody is above the law. This is laughable. Let's go on. Hillary Clinton. I talked about that yesterday. Destroying evidence. The inspector general's own report said that the FBI investigation of Hillary Clinton was little more than treating her like royalty. She set up a private server. Okay, remember that? She set up a private server, which was in violation of the law. She had it in her home in Chappaqua, New York. It was insecure and exposed her emails. Secretary of State to our enemies. It was classified information, and it was insecure. She ignored 17 Freedom of Information Act requests. And then she turned around and had the gall to say it would take 75 years to disclose her emails and those of her top aides. In other words, she wasn't going to do anything. She was going to just ignore the law. Then, do I need to remind you of the words bleach bit and using hammers to destroy email evidence? Evidence that was under congressional, here's the word again, subpoena. No one's above the law. I mentioned Hunter Biden yesterday. How about trafficking, drug use, money laundering, prostitution, probably underage engagement here? That would be statutory rape. Is he above the law? What has happened to Hunter Biden? Has he been prosecuted yet? Has he been charged yet? Did the, did the media care about Hunter Biden being above the law during the last presidential campaign? Or did they just ignore it, sidestep it? Where was Merrick Garland then? Why wasn't he out saying, no one is above the law? How about Barack Obama? No one is above the law in the United States of America, regardless of who your father is. Even if your father is the big guy who is reportedly aiding and abetting you in the very crimes you're committing. This is called collusion. Collusion with foreign enemies, to be quite frank. Is Hunter Biden above the law? How about the big guy? How about Pelosi's husband? Driving while under the influence and then reaching into your billfold to hand, hand... The officers, what? It isn't your license you're handing them. What did you intend to hand them? Something that would indicate a bribe or power? Do you realize who I am? I should be above the law. 
Then we've got the poster child of the political class being above the law. Bill Clinton commits perjury. I didn't have sex with that woman. He commits perjury. This is a crime. And no one cares. The political class chuckles. Well, it's just his personal life. Conservatives. Y'all just are have the strange fixation on Bill Clinton's private sexual life. He lied. That was the issue. What he did consensually wasn't necessarily the point. What he did was lie. He perjured perjured himself, and that is illegal. Gavin Newsom's French laundry fiasco. He's not going to hold himself to his own COVID restrictions, i.e. laws, And by the way, I don't want us to forget that this man was officiating gay marriages when they were illegal. When he was mayor of San Francisco, he thumbed his nose at the law and participated in officiating gay marriages when they were not even legal in the state of California. The people of California had voted against him. The law said, you can't do this. He did it anyway. Got all of those Soros district attorneys that I mentioned yesterday. Uh, Soros is throwing millions of dollars to turn our legal system upside down by getting DAs and states attorneys, attorney generals. He's getting the, I should say, attorneys general. I always get that messed up. He's, he's, funding the campaign so that these people can be elected. And they're actually admitting they have no intention of enforcing the law once they get elected. This guy in Florida that Ron DeSantis has removed from office actually put in writing that he had no intention of enforcing the law when it came to drug use and sexual activity, even though drug use or a given sexual activity were illegal. He wasn't going to enforce the law. Lois Lerner. Can you imagine what liberal groups would do if they found out that any conservative, whether it be President Trump or a congressman, senator, can you imagine what they would do if they found out that conservatives were targeting, targeting their opponents for harassment and using a government agency to do so, like the IRS or the FBI? Can you imagine? They would lose their ever-loving minds. Say that we're on the brink of becoming a banana republic. But Lois Lerner was doing exactly that. And she retired with a full pension. Nobody prosecuted her for anything. Uh. Now, Planned Parenthood. Selling human body parts for profit. Selling, Selling human organs Hearts, lungs, brains, kidneys, livers, for profit. Should they not be prosecuted? These sanctuary cities that by definition are housing illegal immigrants. Are they above the law? How about the mayors of these cities? In San Francisco, and Portland, Washington, D.C. I mentioned yesterday... Epstein's black book. How about all the Johns that are in that black book? Have you heard who they are? 
Has anybody disclosed? No, it's because all of those debauched bores, all of those men that are of such high power and such high class, all of them that you would know their names, no, they're not, they're not being disclosed. You don't know who they are because I guess Merrick Garland doesn't care about that one. Now, I want to talk about all these school teachers. I want to get back to that. All right. We have a law in the United States of America. It's called the Protection of Children Against Sexual Exploitation Act, 1977. It made it a crime to knowingly use a minor under 16 years of age in obscene depictions of sexually explicit conduct. And then in 1984, our Congress toughened that law, that statute, by passing the Child Protection Act of 1984. And it raised the minor's age from 16 to 18. Now, then in 1986, we have the Child Sexual Abuse and Pornography Act, okay, which this one prescribed advertising for child pornography as, as being a crime. It, it was personally injurious to minors. The production of child pornography could be prosecuted. Now, tell me, when you've got your local school system that is pushing and promoting genderqueer and flamer and other books that have pictures of minors engaging in sexual acts with adults. Do you not think that this is a violation of these laws? In 1988, you had the Child Protection and Obscenity Enforcement Act. The Supreme Court actually sustained this act in Osborne versus Ohio in 1990. It upheld the prohibition of child pornography even in one's own home. In 1990, you had the Child Protection Restoration Penalties Enhancement Act. This criminalized any knowing possession of child pornography. In 1996, you had the Child Pornography Prevention Act, which rightfully shifted the entire discussion from an actual sexual act and abuse of children to even virtual child pornography with no actual children being used in the production of the material. Again, I ask you, why in the world aren't the teachers in your local schools, the principals and the superintendents, who are peddling this porn to elementary-age children in your public schools, why aren't they being held to account? Why are they being treated as if they're above the law? They're clearly guilty of violating these pornography laws. What about Black Lives Matter and Antifa, the looting, the burning, violation of COVID restrictions? Nobody cared. This was a good thing, not a bad thing. They were above the law. And then did you realize that many cities across the country still have vagrancy laws? California as a state still has a vagrancy law. California Penal Code 647 states that a person may be charged with disorderly conduct if they are found lodging in a public or a private place without explicit permission. 
the designation of a public or private place? Well, I would think that it would be the sidewalk right outside your own home and that a tent city there would be illegal. Are they enforcing it? No. As I said yesterday, the list goes on and on and on. And I also told you that all the way back to Aristotle, it's been made clear that any civilized people has to hold all of its citizens to account that nobody should be above the law. So in principle, Merrick Garland is right in principle, but in practice, he's a hypocrite. He's duplicitous. He's lying because he doesn't really believe that in the United States of America, nobody is above the law because he does nothing to all of these people that are violating the law on his side of the political fence. Aristotle once said, it is more proper that law should govern than any one of the citizens. Upon the same principle, if it is advantageous to place the supreme power in some particular persons, they should be appointed to be only guardians and servants of the laws. Close quote. That was the precursor to John Adams coming along and saying that to that end, it may be a government of laws and not men. He was referring to the crafting of the Massachusetts Constitution that preceded the Constitution of the United States of America. John Adams was setting the context very early in the life of America that to that end, it may be it, the Constitution, may be a government of laws and not of men. Our government needs to be of laws and not men. There was once a time where we had men that understood this. Men like John Adams, George Washington, who pledged their lives, their fortunes, who pledged everything, their honor, for the sake of fighting for a constitutional republic where everybody would be held accountable and there would be no king. There would only be equality. And that the governing authority of our culture and of our country would be the Constitution, not King George. George Washington understood that to the point where he actually stepped aside and refused to accept the temptations, give in to the temptations of power. He believed in principles. Barack Obama is not a man of principle. Lois Lerner is not a woman of principle. Merrick Garland is not a man of principle. These people are people of power. They hunger for it. And just remember what Lord Acton said. Power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion.